Hello, Peaceful Profits Nation. Chanel here with an exciting client spotlight episode for you today. Today, we're talking to our client, Yinka Ewuola. Yinka, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Chanel. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Oh, I'm excited to talk to you. And let me start off with an introduction. So Yinka is a coach, consultant, speaker, and business strategist and founder of Kala Success Systems, where she is passionate about supporting women to thrive in business and in life. With almost two decades of experience in entrepreneurship and business and an extensive portfolio of experiences in charity and school governance, finance, wealth creation, and personal development, Yinka is a passionate advocate for equity in all its forms, having first come into business supporting school meals and children's nutrition and supporting and advising on policy and practice in this area. She now specializes in supporting women to create wealth in and through their businesses and has taken her messages on mindset mastery, personal empowerment, financial thriving, and entrepreneurial opportunity to stages and spaces across the world, as well as within her own growing dynamic community. She helps women to win in business and in life and focuses on supporting them in their mindset, skill set, and habits to do so. So this is a powerful mission, and I'm excited to dive in and learn more about it. So to start off, tell us a little bit more about the who. Who do you help? What are these women coming to you looking to do? And then how do you help them? Amazing. Thank you so much. Um, It's such a powerful question. So the first thing to say is that I do specialize in helping women. Um, That is the stage I'm at in my business. When I first started, I helped everybody do all the things. And I have found that I get my best results uh, supporting busy, ambitious, savvy women who want to make a big mark in this world. Um, So they are women who um, they want to grow their businesses. Um, They are passionate and excited about what they could create. But at the same time, um, because in my own personal experience, so much of the knowledge and information that is put out in the world about how to grow a business and how to um, improve uh, your state of affairs in the business space um, is inadvertently or deliberately designed by men for men, many of those women are experiencing frustration in their growth process. So they, uh, one of the key uh, characteristics um, is that these women are often experiencing um, feast and famine. Um, they have proven offers. They are really creating magic in their world, but their their cash flow is not consistent and they are doing all the things. So they're super busy and they are uh, motivated and committed. Um, but what they are not, so while they're seeing an increase in um, effort and time, what they're not always seeing is uh, commensurate um, uh, experiences around the uh, outcomes and particularly cash in the bank. And so what I do is I um, support these women to take what I call a cash flow approach, where we focus on and um, really uh, drill down into a focus on the cash in the business, because cash is the measure by which a business is either alive or not. Um, And through the uh, emphasis of, you know, my three part um, focus of mindset, skill set and habitual actions, what I'm able to do is support these women to create initially um, consistent cash flow and then to have them uh, increase their cash flow uh, to create wealth in and through their business. 
I love it. Okay, so this is so good. And I I love that you highlighted the difference that women are, what they're up against versus men in the workplace. And it's something that I think needs to be highlighted because it can be easy to say as a business owner, I want to help women because I am a woman, or I want to help women because maybe, you know, just whatever arbitrary reason. But to point out the gap in what is happening in these women's experience and to see that need and then to fill that gap is a really powerful thing as a business owner to understand what's going on. So I love that. And I love your cash flow approach with that three-part mindset, skill set, and habitual actions. I would love to hear a little more detail on what that looks like. And let's go specifically on what that looks like for your clients. So maybe you can talk us through a client success story, a case study of a client who you have seen before and after with this with this approach. Amazing. Um, yes. Yeah, so first of all, with respect to the gap, um, it's really, as you rightfully pointed out, many women say, I want to support women because I'm a woman. Yeah. But actually, um, it, it goes a lot further than that. As my experience as a woman running a business is characterized by a number of key factors. Um, so, for example, time poverty is is something that all entrepreneurs experience. And yet, um, as we are in a post-COVID world, um, we know how much of the, you know, the invisible tax and the invisible burden and life admin fell on the laps of the women in the household, even when both, you know, both parties, both parents were at home, those kinds of things. And so one of the things that I, you know, have done is is take a real essentialist approach to the content. Um, And again, this feeds into the case study that I want to share with you. So I made it really clear. I don't share everything I know on the topic. Um, And so many courses do have that. I'm going to bombard you with 25,000 videos because I am the expert and I want to tell you everything I know. Actually, what I have really focused on and supported women with is is not everything I know, but exactly what they need to know Mm. in order to get the results that they want. And so when I think about um, a a recent case study I took uh, from one of my clients, she came in uh, to the program. Each person that comes in um, for this version of the program gets a one to one strategy session with me. I'm a business strategist. Um, I love um, really kind of getting under the hood of their businesses and helping them to adapt things. Um, And I love infusing, you know, the mindset um, and the skills um, at, you know, early on in order to help them to make a change. She came in, we had a really great session. Um, I gave her a few kind of challenges and suggestions and she was freaked out. And I said, don't worry, um, you know, you're going to be freaked out because right now you are, you're about to take actions that, um, and you you haven't yet up-leveled your mindset, but trust me and take the action. Um, it was incredible uh, coming out of that strategy session. Um, you know, she um, uh, locked in a brand new 10K um, uh, client, like straight away, like that strategy session was 10, you know, she was like, oh my gosh, I've 
like doubled my, you know, I've, I've doubled my investment and it's the first week. Um, then, you know, the incredible ladies have the opportunity to go through the content. And again, you know, the pillars, mindset, skill set, um, habitual actions are, are the content that they go through, through the coaching conversations. And, and you know, we have weekly coaching calls together, group um, calls. And again, another really key part of my particular offer, because so many women, you know, they go out and they collect these courses and they make beautiful notes and, you know, they, they, they learn, but they don't earn. And that was what another thing I really wanted to change. And so at the end um, of their experience with me, um, having come through and had the opportunity to go through the content, they had the opportunity to then engage in what I call a cash flow sprint. Um, all in all, um, she, and again, um, in the testimonial video, talked about in total her experience with me, uh, brought in an extra 30K into her business. Wow. Uh, mine was the first course she had ever completed from start to finish. Um, and yeah, she's a raving fan. She is, uh, you know, calling other women into my space. And because my uh, offer also makes every woman that comes into my program an affiliate, um, it means that, you know, again, so much of what I talk about money being abundant, being able to make money really easy. Um, you know, these are not these are no longer things that I'm, you know, just saying it's actually their experience. She, you know, she gets paid just for being a great friend and telling her friend about something awesome that she's experienced herself. Oh, I love it. That's a fantastic case study. And so exciting, I think, to see your clients have that kind of success, to be in this place where they just want it and yet aren't you know, aren't making that action. And I love, I love how you, your, the approach that you've talked us through of really drilling down to what's going to get results. And when, you, you know, is there something, I mean, obviously your whole, your approach of mindset, skill set, and actions, but is there something, what is missing? Like, why aren't these women doing it anyway. They want it already. <laughs> like what is the missing component there? Any thoughts on that? Oh, I have many thoughts. I'm a person okay. <laughs> full of thoughts, full of opinions. Um the, the number one thing that's missing and and again, this I know that what I'm about to say may well feel very controversial. Um that's cool. Hit me up on socials. I'm happy to talk <laughs> it through. But the thing that I think is the the thing that's missing the most is Everywhere in the world that I went to before I created this course, because this is the course I wish I'd had when I came into business. And again, I, you know, I'm happy to share that story in a few moments, but it was a really harrowing time. And I did everything I, I you know, I went out, I tried to learn how to grow my business and I wasn't seeing cash continue to, to increase in the bank. And so the missing piece is actually focusing on the cash in the bank recognizing that not everything that builds your business actually builds your cash flow recognizing and admitting and this is the thing this is why the mindset piece is so important because we live in a society where people in general and women specifically um are you know are very much discouraged from talking about being unapologetic about and owning their desires around money and wealth and so fundamentally this is how um you know business development personal development can be a billion dollar industry and yet 90 percent of businesses that start are, are gone in five years it, it the reason for that is because cash is the thing that is the difference between a, a business that's dead or alive 
And yet yeah. we are all told, don't talk about cash, don't talk. And, you know, I'm based in the UK. You can probably tell by my accent. And it's even worse here that the, the money, um, you know, the money chagrin and the social uh, conditioning to not speak about money, not be too ostentatious, a, a, the level of apology around money, create it creates cognitive dissonance. You can't want money and not want money. You can't want money and then not want to talk about money. And so what we find is rather than them being able to make unbridled progress, they're going round in circles. And that's characterized by that beast and famine effect in their business. Oh, that's so good. That is so good. I It may be controversial. I don't know, but it's just, it's so good. I love it because <laughs> it's so true. It, and it's this push, this inward push and pull that we see of like, I want it, but I don't know if I really deserve it or or really want it, or there's fear around it. There's so many things. And so I love that you're calling that out. And what we see is in, you know, for me, I talk a lot about finance, about money, both on the personal and business side. And and kind of the analogy I give is, is um, you know, whether it's cash in, in business, I call them cash flow critical activities. But, um, you know, finance and wealth and money should be a, you know, it should be part of your daily self-care. It, it, it shouldn't be an emergency procedure. And, and, you know, those who are experiencing feast and famine, the reason why they're experiencing it is because they only go back out to start selling when the money's going so low and they're like freaking out. Oh, my goodness, I'm about to get to zero. And that's what I'm saying is that emergency procedure feeling. Whereas once you begin to make, you know, looking at your cash, calling in your cash, right. uh, nurturing your clients as a habit. Then, then not only do, as I said, do you initially get that beautiful, consistent cash flow, but you get increasing cash flow. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Thank you so much. Now, you hinted about your own journey to get there and your story. I would love to hear that. Let's dive into how you came to these realizations and, and what your early business was like. So I, um, my story in business began um when I joined I, I left an investment banking career and I joined my mum's business um at a time just after she had been diagnosed with breast cancer mm. and when I came into that business there is nothing more um exacting and nothing that makes you focus like um a business that's struggling and a business owner that's struggling and I stepped into the business because to try and fight for your money and for your life is is it's spreading yourself too thin and you know we were really worried she was very young there was no cancer history in her family so you know there were specific indicators as to you know what had happened in those spaces it was incredibly virulent it was going to be a fight for her life and I uh you know my siblings and I am the second of four children and we you know it, we only get one mum so you know I I took the set out of you know an investment banking career and and then uh went into small business uh life and the thing i would say there is that um it was an incredibly harrowing and emotional time but every one of those you know every drop of those blood sweat and tears that i shed in that period um I'm so thankful for because when you are in a business that's struggling and with a business owner that's also struggling, you don't have time to muck around. 
you don't yeah. have time to to faff and to worry about you know the hex codes on your logos and all the things that people spend a bucket load of time on in business you have to focus on the things that make the most difference and it, it you know my time coming into business really forged me in fire um but it is that fire that means that I am always looking through the lens of where is the impact? Where is the where is the impact? What is the purpose of this? You know, thinking about the Pareto uh, coefficient and the 80-20 rule, where is the the 20% the of my actions that are going to get me 80% of my result? I don't. So I'm a very kind of no nonsense um, yeah. person. And I take that approach to business because of how I came into business. Um and it was at that time, the reason why the business was struggling was because of cash. And yet I kept going out to, you know, and we spent so much money working out how to build a business. And nobody actually wanted to talk about, look, the measure of business success um, is cash. And, and you know, we heard all sorts of really sexy, popular, you know, focus on the impact and the income will follow my, that's not true the people who are you know doctors lawyers teachers they are some of the most impactful people in our society they are not the wealthiest and yeah. so that isn't how money works um but it, it's it makes us all feel better and it makes us all you know it makes us all um you know feel like we can do you know the acceptable thing so from from that perspective that period in my journey where I had to focus on the cash, get the cash in, keep the business going, um, and to recognize that even, you know, we came to a really harrowing point. And I, I was standing in an office with employees, with logos, with a website, with incredible products, with um, awards, but without cash in the bank, that mm. business was still going to be dead. And so it was like no no cash flow, no business is something that anyone who spends any time in my spaces hears me talk a lot about. Um, and so I'm like, well, if it's no cash flow, no business, why is no one talking about cash flow? Like vehemently, why are we not why are we not yeah. having these come to Jesus moments about cash flow? And so initially that gave me the rage. Uh, that, that, you know, I felt it was like a really big scam, but I'm like, it's not a scam, um, but it just takes a different type of courage to really be able to look it in the eye and say, I'm here for cash. And that that makes me, you know, someone who wants to serve more, someone who wants to make more of an impact. I, you know, talking, for example, about like high ticket, low ticket, for example, I go high ticket and I go high ticket because those who pay money pay attention. I don't want you to just buy my offer. I want you to use it. And I know the difference between what happens when I give people things for free and when I, you know, when they pay yeah. a good solid amount for it. So, uh, yeah, it was a, as you can tell by my animation, it was a difficult time, but I'm, as I said, I'm grateful every day for what it has given me and, and what I'm, what it has enabled me to put out in the world. Yeah, clearly it has affected you in a lot of ways, meant a lot to, you know, you in your business and the way that you run things and also the women that you're able to help. And so I want to kind of tie those two together. How, what has helping the women that you help meant for you to see these women shift from where you were in, in those business days to not having the right kind of cash flow, not having the business set up to seeing them succeed? What does that 
business success like for you? Honestly, um, I talk about the fact that I came into business and there were so many tears. Um, and now I'm still in business and there were so many tears for a completely <laughs> different reason because um, it was a period of so much pain, but to have been able to turn that pain into purpose and to turn each and every one of those challenges into something that has created um, support and clarity and um, game-changing results and an opportunity uh, that women, um, you know, aren't getting anywhere else. And, and like I said over and over again, I am evangelical about the need for us to speak about cash flow but I you know I shouldn't I'm I shouldn't and thankfully I'm not the only one but there are not enough people speaking about cash there are not enough women um you know being unapologetic in this space and I'm like we need more and and there should be more and so for me it is um it's really gratifying but it's also very humbling because to think of you know, a period in my life that was, you know, incredibly emotional. I don't want to burst into tears, but just that was really tough. And to know that it wasn't in vain and to know that it doesn't only help me is something I am very grateful for. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing to take that experience and use it to serve others. You you mentioned the tears, you've mentioned the emotions in your interview, you know, as we prepared for this interview, one of the things that you said is that physics beats feels. You obviously <laughs> have the feels about a lot of these things, but let's talk about that idea. What does that mean that physics beats feels? Physics beats feels is something I, I talk about quite a bit because in because I work with women in business, there are many others who support women in business who very much focus on the idea of um, going with what feels good and you know dealing with you know there's a lot of talk about masculine energy and feminine energy and uh, I love it I you know I, I think energetics is a really powerful and important part of the equation I, you know I spend a lot of time talking about it when I'm talking about mindset and yet the thing I love more than and so you know in in the personal and business development world there's a lot of talk about um, uh, motivation and and the the need to you know be inspired and all of those kinds of things that's great i'm not i'm not shading that if you're inspired and motivated fantastic however what i know for sure is that what is um always more effective and impactful than motivation is momentum and momentum is is physics M momentum is you get started whether you feel like it or not you keep going you take one put one foot in front of the other and you um, build up and and get uh, you know the wind behind you. You get uh, you 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 call in your reps. And one of the reasons why I love that idea so much is because I am a mom with three children, and you know, and a husband, and I you know still help my mom in her business. I run my business. I'm a daughter. I'm a wife. I'm a sister. I have way too many things to do. If I was going to wait to feel like running my business or even feel like helping these women. I love it when they are helped. But the things that I have to do in order to do that, I don't always feel like that. Whereas what I do know is if I can um, honor the process, trust the process and put my reps in, then I know that momentum is going to be on my side 
Um, and as such, I don't have to wait for the feelings or the motivation because because I will have momentum um, working in my favor. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's where physics beats the fields. <laughs> Love it. So what what is it that gets the momentum going? Well, the momentum, what gets momentum going, and again, this is part of the stuff that I teach when I'm talking about habits, is that it is the, um, it's first of all, getting started. And, and people say, you know, oh, you know, to start a habit, you need to start small. I say in my spaces, don't start small, start tiny. Start tiny, start unfailable. Um, you know, people... Um, love the idea, for example, if they're on a new fitness flex and, you know, January 2nd, the gyms are full, uh, January 30th is back to normal. So, but the thing there is, is because people like they go to the gym like seven days a week for the first week and then they, you know, they tire themselves out. It is better for you to do five minutes of exercise every day through January to mean that you're still doing it in July then yeah. oh my gosh I feel like it in January because it's New Year's and I'm supposed to be on a resolution flex and then you're you've ditched it two weeks later and so it is that tiny start connected to that giant why and that giant reason to take that tiny start um, and then trusting that process that really gets that momentum on your side so yeah physics that's great for sure Okay. Yes. Start tiny. Physics beats feels momentum is greater than motivation. So many, For so sure. many <laughs> gems in there. Now you've already shared a lot of great advice that I hope people are listening to and pulling from, but I'd love to ask what advice you would give to others who are looking to scale their own businesses and quite honestly, to have more cash flow in their business as well. Uh, it's a really great question. And what I would say is that um, in order to, as with any other thing in life, if you want something, you need to focus on that thing. So if you want, um, you know, if you want more connection in your marriage, then focus on the things that bring connection. If you want to uh, shed mass and lose weight on the scale, then you would focus on the things that give you that. And, and it's exactly the same in business. We have been lulled into this paradigm of business growth. And actually, business growth is one of the best ways to characterize if you are a, a person who is minded to create really powerful, positive impact in the world. That's my only caveat. If you are minded to be that person, then actually the biggest um, evidence of your improving business is cash in the bank. So taking that cash, because no one is going to pay you cash for a terrible product or for poor service. Um, and you yourself will not, you won't be able to live with the cognitive dissonance of, of being a shady shyster towards other people. So it all comes together beautifully. So if you want to scale your business, um, and this is not just my opinion, I was Honestly, the angels sang when I saw the business hierarchy of needs that Mike Michalowicz puts in his Fix This Next book. Um, the foundation of a sustainable business is cash. It is, it, it, And so you need to focus on sales for the creation of cash. And then you focus and, and then out of that cash, you then focus on profitability. And, you know, he, put, he go, takes you up that um, pyramid really powerfully. Ultimately, even when a business has become successful, if you look at Lehman Brothers, you know, and, and them going out of business in 2008, 
um, you know, Lehman Brothers had almost a billion dollars in real estate in, if, of worth of offices, and they were still out of business the next day because they ran out of cash. And so that focus on cash is really the difference that makes the difference. If you want to scale your business, it needs to be underpinned with firm foundations. There is no point creating a fantastic business on shoddy foundations. It will still collapse. Um, and that's not what you want. So uh, for those looking to grow and scale their businesses, taking a cash flow approach to create that foundation of cash and they will provide a really powerful, solid foundation for them to then be able to, as I said, have that consistent cash flow and then increasing cash flow in order to, to create that scalable, sustainable business. Oh, so good. Okay. I love that focus. I love that you've kind of brought it home and made it very real to us today. So to wrap this episode up, how can listeners find out more about you and what you're up to? Um, best ways to get hold of me. Um, I'm on social media each day. So uh, I'm over on LinkedIn um, with my name um, as it stands, Yinka Ewola. Um, Facebook as well um, is another space. So LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter or Instagram, always my name. Um, or people can get hold of me uh, via email, uh, which is hello at callousuccess.com ahead of me actually <laughs> getting my website ready, which is something that I'm really excited to be able to do through the magic of, of the work that I'm doing here at Peaceful Profit. So. Perfect. Well, thank you for being here. We appreciate all the things that you've taught us today. It's exciting to see the work that you're doing in the world. Thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye.